For those of you that don't know me, I'm Eri or Erica, and uh, I answer to both uh, and some other names besides too. Um, John, my husband, and I have three children, Rufus, Poppy, and Ella. And uh, we are currently back in the joys of homeschooling, juggling work and a toddler along with that too. I'm part of the Footsteps MSC and help lead that with AJ um, and some others and have been at Holy Trinity now for nearly eight years. Today we're looking at Luke 20 verses 1 to 8, where Jesus's authority is questioned by the chief priests, teachers of the law and elders. I'm going to read the passage to you now. One day he was teaching the people in the temple, proclaiming the message. The high priests, religious scholars and leaders confronted him and demanded, show us your credentials. Who authorised you to speak and act like this? Jesus answered, first, let me ask you a question. About the baptism of John, who authorised it, heaven or humans? They were on the spot and knew it. They pulled back into a huddle and whispered, if we say heaven, he'll ask us why we, are, we don't believe him. If we say humans, the people will tear us limb from limb, convinced as they are that John was God's prophet. They agreed to concede that round to Jesus and said they didn't know. Jesus said, then neither will I answer your question. That's the passage from the message translation. So when I first read this passage, I felt like I had nothing to say. It didn't really speak to me and I didn't really get it. So I set about reading it again and again and then doing a little bit of research. So hopefully I now do have something to offer you today. I have a couple of thoughts anyway. So the first is that it struck me of Jesus's grace as he dealt with this situation. Jesus is in the middle of something. He has a captive audience and he is preaching the good news. He's interrupted. Now I've been in situations where I'm in the middle of something I feel is important. Perhaps it's a phone call with my parents and I'm catching up and checking in or maybe I'm doing some work, or maybe I'm trying to write a devotional for church. And in comes child number one. Mum, what are you doing? Why? When will you be finished? Can I have a snack? No, sweetie. I'm just a bit busy at the moment. Child number two arrives. Mum, not right now, hon. I'm just in the middle of something. What? Some work. Why? Go ask daddy. Child number three turns up. Go away! Child number two is back, etc, etc. You see, I'm not patient and I'm not ready to explain myself or even engage in another conversation. What I'm doing is important. This isn't a learning opportunity for somebody else. But Jesus responds differently. He stops what he's doing and he takes time to deal with the interruption properly. The leaders challenge his authority. He doesn't come across cross or annoyed, at least that's not how I read it, but rather he calmly responds to them and then goes on to try and teach them further using the parable of the tenants. My second observation is the old answering a question with a question. Isn't that just your favourite? But over the last week and a half, I found myself having to do that quite often as we delved back into the world of homeschooling again. When I'm asked, Mum, what do I do now? I respond, what do you think you should do? Mum, how do you spell, insert word here? And I say, 
how do you think you spell insert word here? And their response is often an eye roll or a sigh or a please tell me the answer. They'd rather just be told than have to think for themselves, but there's always a sense of a job well done on their faces when they do nail it, despite their annoying mother. I guess too, it's hard for them to see me as their teacher and not their mummy. And sometimes it's hard to do both. They also don't act like they're at school. I don't actually think they should, by the way. It just doesn't illustrate my point if I say that. They question my authority to teach them. I mean, I don't think they thought it through like that, but you get me. Jesus's response to answer the religious leader's question with another question is genius. It turns the tables on them. It very nicely and subtly shows them up. They know they can't give the right answer, so they choose not to answer, which allows Jesus to continue as he was. We may have people in authority over us, well, we all have people in authority over us. Maybe at school, university or work. We may have parents in authority over us. We certainly have government making plenty of decisions in the name of, of authority at the moment. And it can be hard not to question all these people at times. And sometimes we should. But we can be assured that the authority of Jesus, of God, is over us. And this, my friend, is a good thing. We can speak the authority into everything that's going on for us, good or bad. We can use Jesus's authority, his name, to help us. We can call on it in times of need. We can also be assured that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. Let's pray. God, thank you that we have authority in your name. Help us to respect those in authority over us. But thank you that you have the ultimate authority over our lives and that you love us and want what is best for us. Help us to trust in your word and to lean not on our own understanding. I pray for us today as we go about work, homeschooling, homeworking, whatever it may be, that we will seek to find glimmers of joy and to fill your presence with us. Amen. I hope you have a good day, are having a good day, or had a good day.